Hypothesize? Hypothesize, yeah, yeah. Hypothesize. Hypo- I like hypothecate, though. I like hypothecate, too. That sounds actually. like Harry Potter, like a <laughs> like a spell on <laughs> yes. Harry Potter. Hypothecate! Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 99, 99 Go Luff the Podcasts, of your favorite podcast, Shenantics. I'm one of your hosts, Skankaricious. Uh, I'm also here with my friend, M. Krull. What's up, man? Uh, not, not too much. Uh, yeah, I love the Krills and the M's. The Krills so, and the M's and the, and, and the yeah. Kaws and the and R. Well, I don't know why. I don't know what we're doing. What is that sound? That's, I'm a bird. I'm a bird. Is that you flying through that the is air? Is that flying. what it sounds like? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Have you ever flown? I mean, not as a bird. No, no. I've oh flown artificially. Did you... Where did I see this? Speaking of flying, did you see that video a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago, about the guy that was going hang gliding, but he wasn't strapped in? Yeah, I saw that. That was like the, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, that was horrifying. Yeah, I um, saw that. I thought that was pretty cool. No, <laughs> I was like the entire time my stomach is dropping. Like, let me tell you, that oh, instructor geez. was an idiot. <laughs> right. I mean, what the hell were you thinking? I oh, know. I'm all strapped in. All right, let's go. Let's like, bro, you, you got another. You're literally supposed to do your job. Like, yeah. I don't know what he that guy was thinking. Sure, but yeah, that sure. video was kind of crazy. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. Link in the show notes. For those yeah, link in the show notes. <laughs> um. I have noticed as I've gotten older, I've become way more risk adverse about uh-huh. just various things. I just, I don't know, things that like, I guess, I don't know. I don't know if it's that you think that you're um, invincible when you're younger or it's just like you really don't give a shit. But like, I don't know, when I'm older, like even things that like I will do now, like I might. Like there's like doubt in the back of my head. Like even like things as simple as like roller coasters, right? Mm-hmm. Like oh yeah, of course I'm gonna go on a roller coaster because I think they're really fun. But then like as you're walking up to it, or like like the weeks leading up to like whenever you're gonna go to the theme park, it's like back in my head is like, do we really want to do that? Like, <laughs> do we want to do this right now? <laughs> what happens if we die? <laughs> like so, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not now. I don't think I'm ever going hang gliding <laughs> for since watching. Well, that you video. just don't go to that one guy. Yeah, that specific that, person <laughs> that did that. Yeah, um, no, that should be because you know I'm sure thousands of people do it all the time and no one dies, right? And mm-hmm. that guy didn't yeah. die. Yeah, you know yeah, he could have. Yeah. yeah, no, that's that's true. He you could survived. die walking on the street, M. Cole. That that is true. I also ride my bike in the streets of Chicago. So oh, talk about oh, being I'm very adverse. I'm really against risk adverse things. Rides oh, his bike in the streets of Chicago. True. True. I almost got hit by a car on Friday on my way home See, from work. Like, come on, so, man. What are we talking yeah. about here? I know. What I are we know. talking about here? I know. I know. My thing that. is, I just don't want to go out by like be like that guy who got hit by that one random tree that fell down while you were in the street. Yeah, you know? Right. Right. Cause there you was might... a thing, um, I forgot when it happened in New York where there was a crane, mm-hmm. a construction crane that fell in the street. Mm-hmm. And one person got hit by it. Like, and can you imagine being that one guy? Yeah. Like, that sucks, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> damn, oh, dude. God, yeah, that no. sucks. Yeah, that does. That'd be terrible. That'd be awful. I would not that, that's be savvy. that person. It sucks on so many levels, but it I really I mean, every level. To, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any level that does not suck. There that. isn't, but it just, oh, come yeah. on. No, that's true. That's true. Oh, 
Yeah, I know that'd be that'd be that'd be terrible. Um but speaking of random chance and risk, uh-huh. um I, I was curious about getting your thoughts on something, which I don't even know if you have thoughts on. Okay. We're gonna go out there. Um I forget what country it is, but some country in Europe recently banned them and the United States, um, one of our governmental agencies says they're taking a look at it. Um, and that is loot boxes in video games. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, you know, there's always the potential that they're going to look at it and consider that it's, you know, I don't know, it's against the law, against public policy or something, and then decide that video games can't have loot boxes. Um, the idea of boxes that you pay for or earn, and then you open and you get random luck chance drops of in-game items. Um, yeah. and so I'm, I'm curious what, if you have any thoughts, if you think it's good bad or if you think that it might lead to a better system in video games if we do end up banning loot boxes in the United States um you know I don't know I feel like a lot of these a lot of the time these politicians will go towards a direction that I don't really like which I Mm -hmm. think is a cop out Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a lot of the time it's like well this is one of those, well, let's think of the children laws kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Because it's like, hey, kids are going to gamble and stuff like that, which is like, I guess, kind of true. But like, at the same time, I think it's a cop out. Like, there should mm-hmm. be an actual reason mm-hmm. <laughs> for yeah. for something like that. Because when you when you kind of get into the think about the children laws, you start to get into a lot of kind of censorship issues. And sometimes mm-hmm. some other things happen, like, you know, with, you know, censoring the internet sometimes um but like you know always goes well (laughs) always goes well and everyone always loves it um so (laughs) i i don't know i mean i personally don't really care about loot Mm -hmm. boxes mostly because i really don't get them (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah uh i got a couple like csgo loot boxes and yes they were addicting to buy Mm -hmm. um but like i think i'm a little past that point now where like Mm -hmm. i really I don't really. I try not to contribute to microtransactions. <laughs> yeah, because I don't like that form of doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, man. I'm not like against it in any way. I'm not really for it. I'm kind of like in a little. I'm a little centrist on this issue. Interesting. Interesting. Why? How are How are you feeling about this? I'm. I'm kind of. I'm kind of torn, and I'm a little. I'm kind. Of, I think I'm kind of against them taking intervention interventive action in it um especially like in a full-on ban but i think really kind of any type of um like intervening in that marketplace and i think i think regardless of how you feel about microtransactions i don't think that this is necessarily the solution to that right like it's not like if they (laughs) ban loot boxes things are going to get better because i i believe i believe the flip side of it is um if you get rid of loot boxes because the the, it seems like big big part of the problem with it is the chance involved with loot boxes and so you could move to another microtransaction um type of status where it you have to pay for the actual items isn't that how fortnite does it um, um yes, you 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 pay for V Bucks 
mm-hmm. and then you get you pay the use those V bucks to buy yeah the skins in that game you want. There's no yeah. loot boxes in, in yeah. There's Fortnite. no loot boxes, and so there's no chance. And so, which um, I'm cool with. I think that's fine. Yeah, I think that's I think that that's fine too. I think either way, it's fine. But I also kind of like. I do kind of like the randomness of it. I think that that is fun. Um, I I mean, I spend, because I have disposable income and I like in-game cosmetics, I do spend money on things like Overwatch loot boxes, Hearthstone card packs, and stuff like that. Um, because a bigger thing for me is I have some disposable income that I can use and that's set aside every month for video games, um, and I don't necessarily have the time to grind out loot boxes. And mm-hmm. so for me, if it's like, oh, I like that skin, that skin is worth me putting money into the system to get and i find value in that then it's like okay i can go ahead and do that um and like a second thing is is that i do i don't really feel bad about i don't feel bad when i put money into a game that i enjoy i feel terrible about putting money into a game where i feel like they're ripping me off right like i Uh think that's the difference for me like i hate microtransactions where it's like i feel like i keep hitting a wall that's why i kind of like hate microtransactions in like the pay to win games um because it's kind of like all of a sudden you start hitting a wall and you actually feel terrible about it and if you were to pay money then you'd feel even worse about it um and i don't really mind them so much with cosmetics because if you don't want to pay money don't pay it and you don't really miss out on too much um and so from my point of view, like I enjoy that system in some things and I don't participate in the ones where I don't enjoy it. If I don't think the game is worth it, then I don't give it money. Um, and so for me, I'd rather have the loot boxes stay around. And then back to what you're saying, it's kind of like uh, think of the kids, protect the kids type of thing. And I mean, at the end of the day, right, like it's I think the the problem is nuanced enough that you are like you can't heavy-handed across the board ban it and be like oh look we solved all the world's problems regarding video games and if there's any addiction related to them it's like no no you didn't um you just kind of pushed the industry to move to a different way which may be more or less addicting um and then not to mention there's all the hurdles about kids buying loot boxes that if you're under the age of 18 you need a credit card anyways right so like if it's a financial means you don't want kids spending all their money well a lot of them already have a hurdle that they can't do that and then if it's on the addiction side well you don't want people you know kids spending hours and hours and hours grinding out loot boxes we have the exact same problem that they would grind out in video games regardless if you get a loot box from it right we saw that with how many decades of you know wow playing that people would spend hours grinding out quests just because of the satisfaction you get from grinding out quests right there was wasn't any oh my god i got this other thing right like there wasn't any random chance loot boxes involved and yet there still was some addictive aspect to it and so i don't really think that like there's you know much of a reason to kind of do that i think that there is i think there is a group of people that look upon it fondly in the idea that this will start to kill microtransactions and move to a better system like oh man if we get rid of loot boxes then you know um what was that game that ea released is it is that battlefront uh the star Wars was it one. battlefront 2 right yeah battle uh, battlefront that 2 the, yeah, that just had thing yeah terrible microtransactions that everyone hated and it's like i don't if the government took action that doesn't mean a game like that wouldn't exist in the future they would just find a new way to make a game like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and so i don't i don't know i just kind of think that's a system where it's like it's a known evil and if you kind of go in and 
mess around with it, we can end up with something that's worse or, you know, just as bad in a very different way. So I don't know. I think that they should just kind of stay out of it. But I think my big question to you then is are, are loot boxes gambling? Um, yeah, I think I think that the part of it is gambling. Um, I think I think one thing like I think at the at the end of the day, it is gambling in the sense that you're paying money into a system and there is a chance there is not a 100 percent chance you're going to get something out in return right like um i'm gonna pay in like twenty dollars i'm not necessarily gonna get the skin i want or even enough credits or gold or whatever to buy the skin that i want and so there is a gambling aspect in that it feels different to me in the sense that if you look at like um i would say traditional casino gambling um that one there is there's kind of there's a different like payoff reward mechanism um in the brain and that you get money and you can eventually at a point be quote unquote up right or oh if i just put a few more dollars in i'll be able to recoup my losses um mm-hmm. with like with video game loot boxes it, i don't know if it necessarily has that right like i feel it depends like you on never... the game what's that depends on the game yeah it does depend on the game and so i guess i guess i would say yes it is gambling and um the difference of it is is just how in the same way that there's differences in the different games and casino gambling, right? Like gambling mm-hmm. and blackjack compared to slots is vastly different. Um, and so I think that'd be the same thing here. That is gambling to some extent and um, just depends on the game at how different the gambling is. I think the, the kind of scummy thing is that I feel like a game developer, if they were in this conversation for mm-hmm. for one of these games that has these, would would try to make the argument that it isn't gambling, um, mm-hmm. and they would probably go the route of saying, "Well, it's not gambling because you're not using money. <laughs> you are right yeah, because yeah. you're using money to buy credits that are then gambled, right? Yeah, no, exactly. because technically, from their point of view, right." Mm-hmm. the credits that you buy have no real monetary value because you can't resell those credits, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like for CSGO, it's keys. Mm-hmm. You're buying keys to unlock loot boxes. So you're not mm-hmm. really buying... Yeah. the You're buying the ability to unlock it, not necessarily... Yeah. the ga- yeah. You're not... Yeah, the gambling mechanism. So I think that's kind of scummy. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, that's no, kind of fucked up, right? Yeah. Um. And, like, I guess at the end of the day, you do need to kind of think about, like, well, like, all these people, right, they have licenses, they have to, like, register, they have to do all these things to allow for people to gamble in their establishments. Mm -hmm. And, like, video games have this very, very easy, like, solution where they, Mm -hmm. like, kind of go around and just say, hey, you're not actually gambling because you're buying these credits. Like, what if, like, some, like, random CVS one day opened up and was like, hey, buy CVS bucks and, like, gamble on these machines? Like, it'd be kind of fucked up, right? Like, I don't know. that is true. true. Like, I I don't, like, I don't agree with, like, loot boxes, really, or, like, Mm -hmm. the sentiment behind them. But I also, like, I also don't really care that much. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Like, when that whole thing with CSGO Lotto happened. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. like, that was, like, kind of fucked up. And, like, all that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, even in the end, no one got in trouble for anything. Yeah, like, right. no one got fined. Like, everything, <laughs> like, nothing happened. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe we're just uninformed on this. And, like, there's actual Maybe. laws in place yeah. right now. Right, That right. we don't know about. 
No, that, um, that, that could that could possibly be. And also, I think I think there's a, a second thing that you're that you're kind of touching on, which is kind is good about like us being uninformed is that we don't we can look at it from our point of view and like hypothecate 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 hypothesize hypothesize yeah, yeah hypothesize Hypo- i like hypothecate though i like hypothecate too, that sounds actually. like harry potter like a <laughs> like a spell on harry yes. potter hypothecate <laughs> um we can sit here and think up about how oh there aren't harm to other people because of this but like there is actual data out there that you that can be obtained um, to see if there actually is right. So if a if a government entity could subpoena the video game um, developers to find out how much money is spent on average, what is the most that's been spent, like you know various numbers that could possibly back up, is there actually harm going on? Right. We can mm-hmm. we can sit here all day from our high podcast castle and decree that there's no harm. People that you know are spending reasonable amounts of money, or they're only spending money that they can afford to spend, et cetera, et cetera. And kids aren't being dragged into it, et cetera. But there actually is data out there that. That somebody could find out and see if there actually is some harm going on. So I guess maybe I'm coming back on it that like maybe it is a good thing that the government at least looks into it a little bit to see if there is something that's going on. I think I think the difference is that I would rather have them investigate instead of just legislate over it, right? Oh, we think sure. this is a bad idea. We're gonna pass laws to go against it. I'd rather have them look <clears throat> into it and determine if it actually if there actually is some harm going on out there that they should be fixing. So. I agree. I agree. I mean, you have to do an investigation. I think, you know, it would also be wrong for us also to just mention that this is all kind of based off of a flawed system. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, you know, a developer might also say, well, well, like, you know, only people who are of this age can buy our video game, right? Yeah. And like, I'm not a huge fan of like those restrictions, right? Like, yeah. our movies, all that, like, whatever. Yeah. But like, we all know, like, that's not true, right? Oh like, I mean, come I, on, man. Vivid <laughs> memories of going into a Best Buy and buying Grand Theft Auto 3 when I was, like, in, like, was that early high school, late middle yeah. school? And it's just like, I swear I'm 18. <laughs> like, like, come on, man. Like, I mean, it's, I, oh. and I'm fine with that because, like, I don't like those laws anyway. Yeah. But, like, like <laughs> come on. Like, it's yeah. so stupid. It's yeah. such a stupid excuse. No, I agree. So. I don't know. Right. Something, I guess my opinion is that something needs to happen, but if something didn't happen, I also really wouldn't care. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I guess that's, that's what, that's what I, I guess I kind of on the same way that if everything was kept operating the way it went, I'm fine with that. If they changed it, I potentially could be fine with it, right? It, I think it really depends on if change like started to get put in place, um, what would the flip side be? Because I think like, to, you know, come up with scenarios that probably aren't going to happen, but I would absolutely hate is let's say they ban loot boxes and then Blizzard is like, oh, well, you know, we need to be able to pay to maintain the Overwatch system. So instead of that, we're going to implement, you know, $15 per month subscription fee like WoW has. Well, if they also start putting that in, I would be a little more disappointed because then it's less likely that I'm going to have friends to play with, right? Like, I think if they charge $15 a month, there's a chance that you and I would never play Overwatch Mm. again. I mean, I think that would be the nail in the coffin for Overwatch, to be honest. I I truly truly agree with you. And honestly, I mean, they've... People have already, like, called, like, Overwatch nails in coffins many times before. (laughs) So I feel like that would really be it. Like, I don't think... I'm pretty sure... Maybe they would have like a thousand people pay like pay that, mm-hmm. like fifteen dollars a month to play it. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not sure really. Yeah. 
So I, I, I don't know. That's what it's just. So like th- that's what my worry is. And but at the same time, like Blizzard isn't stupid, right? They want to be able to make money off Overwatch. So not gonna be like, oh, we're gonna make a fifteen dollar a month subscription fee as our only solution, and then the game dies. Like, oh well, too bad. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't need that anymore. Like you would hope that they would come up with a better solution, but. That is just kind of like the doomsday fear is that they do kind of start legislating in some way and then the developers move into a different system, which makes the overall ecosystem worse than what we had with microtransactions, um, yeah. which is always a possibility. but Possible. I also think loot boxes are kind of a little bit out of fashion now. I agree. You, I do. You don't see a lot. Like, I mean, Overwatch came out a long time ago. Yeah. It's kind, like I mean, years in now, video games years? term. Um, yeah. So like. And CSGO came out a long time ago, too. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, I guess EA was, like, kind of the last people to be like, hey, we're going to try to do this. Guys, mm-hmm. come on. But I, I feel like you don't really see loot boxes that much anymore. No, I think you see pay for in-game cosmetics now. Yeah, I guess Fortnite kind of brought that train. Yeah, I think it. a lot of it has moved to that that realm of it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so it could be, and it, which would be funny is that it's, like, it's an issue that is already dying that we're discussing anyways. You know what I mean? Like it's regardless mm-hmm. of what happens with the government that is already starting to go out of fashion. So they were going to move to a different system anyways. Well, really, um, it just shows you how, how great the government is because <laughs> they're just noticing this issue now as it's going out of style. <laughs> right. Right. No, it's true. It's true. <laughs> that's, that, that's true. Whoops. Um, but no, so speaking of Fortnite though, there's been some, there's been some other news on oh. the, uh, on the, the the front of video games. This is please a, this is video- please use its proper name, Fork Knife. Fork Knife. Um, on the Fork Knife. Good front. Um, Epic Games released their own video game store to compete with Steam. <laughs> Sorry, I just vomited for a second. <laughs> Go on. So, so explain explain this vomit for me. So okay, Dude, well just I just, just fucking... real, real quick real quick to kind of for those of you guys that don't know, <sighs> Epic Games released a game store that you know game developers can release their games through that is essentially steam to compete with steam and valve um so explain your vomit introducing this about this all place. right your boy loves competition all right mm-hmm. i am happy to see other things pop up right where you get exclusive things whatever but like when these video game things pop up like these clients mm-hmm. like nothing is different yeah. You know, there's no competition just because you make your own platform to sell video games. Like if if you're not going to have lower prices than Steam, then like there's literally no point mm-hmm. in coming up with something. Like it's mm-hmm. not it's not competition just because you make something. It's yeah. not just cuz like if I wanted to compete with Outback Steakhouse, so I made my own Steakhouse Outback mm-hmm. and I sold the steaks at the same <laughs> price. Like that's Just not competition. Outback behind like Outback Steakhouse, like, like in the yeah, alley. yeah. Like it's like a sh- it's a literal shack. <laughs> Outback Shack House. Okay, that's what I'm gonna call it. Like it's not the same. Like it doesn't make sense. This is the same thing too that I hate with all these companies that are making all their different streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need FX. I don't need Disney, Netflix, Hulu, like all these streaming platforms that I have to pay for monthly. Yeah. Um, that a lot of them sometimes, well, a lot of them actually don't show the same things. But like the point still stands, like like just stop trying to concentrate your content because mm-hmm. it fragments the community. It's kind of a different thing that's happening with video games since it's like oversaturating the community with them. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. for like Netflix and streaming platforms, I feel like it's, 
fragmenting people and it's kind of annoying because um, mm. they're forcing you to buy all these different subscriptions and also guys buy cable, you know, so that's annoying. But yeah, yeah. I just don't like it. And I mean, hey, go and compete with Steam. Like, God bless you, please. But like, actually compete with them. Don't just yeah. be like, hey, guys, we have a, like Steam goes, hey, guys, we have a sale on Rust, $14. And then everyone else is like, oh, hey, guys, same over here. Like, <laughs> come on, man. $14. Like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, rant over. You go. <laughs> no, I, it was a fantastic rant. I've, I've learned a lot. Um <laughs> I've, you've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. Okay. Uh, no, but, but a few points. First of all, I, I really need to say one thing, though, because you touched on this, and this drives me absolutely fucking insane. Um, I, as, as most millennials, I will say, and some Gen Xers, um, I have not had cable for a very long time. Like, I don't think I've had cable since probably, I don't know, 2005? Like, I don't think I actually... Have, paid for my own cable subscription i think last time i had is when i lived under my parents roof um and that's and, a that's a big problem and people are, they're trying to figure out what to do i know exactly and one thing that was really nice about not paying for cable is that cable cost x amount of dollars per month right and i was able to save money by not paying for it but also i was able to get content that i wanted on like a kind of smaller plate right if i just want hbo i don't want to have to pay you know for the entire cable subscription plus hbo and so when hbo now came out and they unbundled um you know hbo from having being on the oversight of the cable companies like that was great like yes i'll pay 15 dollars a month or whatever it is for hbo now because i find value in that system but then it began that was all fine when i was paying for like netflix HBO and then like maybe on and off I'd pay for Hulu right if I had three then I'm fine but the problem is is that now when everyone every different you know company wants to have their own and then what they need to have their own is like well let's at least make our content exclusive to it well uh. the problem is is that <laughs> this 10 to 15 dollars a month for each streaming service if I have to subscribe to seven or eight of them just to be able to watch all the content that I want to watch well now it's costing me more than what cable would have cost back in the day and mm -hmm. I think that's what the problem is. I think the, the thing is, is that it, it, I'm not so much concerned that I have to subscribe across all of them, even though that is very annoying because it's like, oh, where is the show I want to watch? I think the bigger problem is, is that they're not priced appropriately, right? Like, it shouldn't be that I can get all the shows I want on cable for $80 a month, except then you have to work with DVRs and all that kind of shit. Or I can get all the content I want through streaming, which is more convenient, for $120 a month because I've described to Disney, to Hulu, to Netflix, uh, to HBO, no. to Showtime, to Stars. Like, like that, like then it becomes it's insane. So it's like I think maybe the bigger problem is that their pricing is completely off. Where it's like you can't charge $10 to $15 a month because your service isn't worth that. Your service may be worth $5 a month, right? And then yeah. if it's like if I have 10 different companies that all charge $5 a month, when I'm paying $50 a month, I'm still saving money over what cable used to offer me. Um, and I think that's where the problem is going to have. And I think, uh, I think they're going to run into a problem in that there is a lot of value in their various franchises. Like Disney franchises have a lot of value and especially the Marvel universe. But if you're not Disney, if you're one of the other ones, I don't think there's as much value there as people 
think there is and i think what's showing that is look at how people consume content where they throw up netflix and they find a show that they've never watched just because they want to watch something right they're like oh sure. i already paid for netflix i'm going to find something that's on there compared to being like oh my god i need to watch this bravo show i'm going to subscribe to the bravo streaming service just for that um i think that that's kind of showing that their value is there, but it's not as much as what those companies think they are. And so sure. I agree with you. I'm so freaking irritated with that model. And I think that online video, then moving to that model or moving further in that direction is really, really bad for that industry. And I hope that if, as they do, they realize it is, and then it kind of reverts back uh, the other way. I had where the frick did i put that i had this great article that i didn't get a chance to read so maybe i'll read it for next week but it's so on point with this i wasn't thinking that we would get to something like that but uh, it was talking about how um how do you how do you put a price on a show like friends right what is the value of friends and it goes back to how much netflix is paying to be able to stream all the episodes of Friends for the next year until it uh -huh. goes exclusive to whoever owns was it NBC that owns Friends or whatever? Uh, um, maybe. I don't know. Whoever owns Friends, they want it on their own streaming service, and so um, like the the bidding war between like Netflix and Hulu and all that, like it starts to determine what the value of the Friends Friends franchise is to stream, um, and it's just an astronomically large number. But um, it's just it was it's kind of interesting to see that. So there will be a link to that in the show notes if I remember to give Tiny the link for that. But uh, maybe I'll see if I can <laughs> read that article by next week. But I truly did think we would hit on anything that we get close to that this week. Having um, this fragmentation though is so. I mean, it's not only detrimental to cable mm -hmm. and not only detrimental to the people watching. It's also kind of it. It could have really hurt Netflix. Yeah, no, I and, agree. and you know what? Let me tell you something though. Netflix is doing one thing right mm -hmm. in that they're producing their own original content mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. their own platform yeah. and they're doing it pretty well yeah no like exactly. so that is something but at the same time it's none of this helps anybody yeah. <laughs> like yeah it, no it's like, true. because of what we get to we have this huge fragmentation until something comes out and they're like hey we're going to bundle all these packages together so you get netflix disney all these different things right mm -hmm. and you pay a, you pay a one monthly fee Wait, isn't that called cable? Yeah, like right. we're we're just going back <laughs> yeah. to what we don't yeah, want. No, it's so, so true. It doesn't really make any sense, and I hate yeah. all of it. And yeah, fuck it. I, I agree. <laughs> and I think, and one thing, one reason why I think it could possibly end up truly biting them and like really hurting them is that we live in an era that there's there is more for us to consume um media wise than there ever has been before and so tv it plays a huge part in a lot of households but it doesn't mm -hmm. play as much of as big of a part as it did in the 80s 90s and early aughts and so i think that can go back to bite them or if they make it so complicated people are going i mean heck so many millennials and gen zers have moved to youtube for other content consumption anyways right like it's yeah. it's if you make it more and more difficult and more expensive for us to consume your content um, through streaming means, maybe we get back to a pirated era. Maybe we go, we're just, we don't care about watching that anymore. We're going to go find other media consume. Um, that's a possible, that is a problem that they could end up facing um, if they, if they do force us back into the cable model of here's everything bundled together and you only want 10% of it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. So, but so long-winded thing to come back to video games. Um, yeah, weird. 
<laughs> but it, but it, it also relates there, and I do I do agree with you um, on most of it. I, there's one part that I do disagree with, but I do agree with you that it's super annoying that every publisher wants to create their own launcher because they want to they want to own and control their own IP, and they want to distribute it through there, and it just makes it more inconvenient for all of us, and they don't offer a better experience, right? So they're actually making it worse for all of us, and so it's like, oh great, I have to now go use the Bethesda launcher to play if I want to play fallout 76 and have to go through all the weird quirks of adding my friends there even though i already have all my friends in three Mm -hmm. other systems and it's like Uh. it's like it's getting so irritating and frustrating to do that and i think one of the things that and then you have so you have like you kind of have like two things that are sprouting out there kind of different where you have the publishers are trying to release the games under their own launcher and then you only have like two three four games under their own launcher and that's it and you can't play any of the rest of your games there or you have like the small guys that want to create the steam game store except they don't have enough bargaining power to get the games you actually want right so you like look Uh at like the discord game store and you're like why in the world hey discord why the fuck are you selling games like like not to just beat her on the bush here like that is a that is because they can it's so easy it's that as it is like they can it's so easy so might as well just suck up some of this you know what's even we could start one we should ooh the shenanigans. You and me game could store. make the shenantics game store. That's true. That's like, true. Like and I don't know how you make I guess you get commission on it, but like I mean, anyone could do it. Yeah, I think we might have to. I think <laughs> we might have to. But then but the the thing is like with all the small players trying to do it, like you look at um and you look at long standing ones with like GOG, good old games or whatever it is that yeah, stands yeah. for. Like 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 they haven't been able to you know compete and crack that now like they hold a niche but like they haven't been able to become a dominant market player i mean hell i I talk about the discord game store i haven't heard shit about that since it launched two months ago right like yeah i know it didn't exist as a tab in my thing but i haven't gone in there i haven't done anything to touch the damn thing i just know it's there and so it's like none of these are gaining any ground and so if it's a laughable like you said to compete with steam because they're not offering anything better than what steam is offering and a lot of times our prices are worse right because because if Steam gets a good um, deal because they're, you know, the dominant market player, no one else can compete with it. They can ask the publisher, like, hey, why don't you give us that game for that price, too? And maybe they'll get it. Maybe they won't. Um, but Steam with isn't all... even that great. I agree. I, yeah. No, I think I... it's so outdated. Their it... app is literally like an HTML file <laughs> of their website. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. it's, it's honestly a real piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like... It could happen. Like someone could get in there, but no, it's true. Everyone. But, so, but then that's what that's. Is, but that, like this is where I disagree with you a little like bit. People um, and love their. This is their why friends I'm a, on there. This is why I'm know? a little excited with the Epic Game Store in the oh, sense that. Oh no! Okay. No, in the sense that it's finally somebody that is enough of a powerhouse in the market just by the very nature of Fortnite, right? Like. There are so many people that play Fortnite, so they have at least a little bit of value add being like, hey, you play Fortnite, what about these other games? And you can play through this launcher that you already use every day, and you already have friends in there. And So there is some market player, like, Discord can never compete with Steam, right? It's just not going to happen. Um, I could see Epic doing it where they're at least, they're not doing what Bethesda's doing, where like, hey, I mean, that's what they were, right? Epic was, hey, we have Fortnite and whatever other bullshit games we have that we create that you can 
can get through our launcher. And now they're being like, well, now we're going to offer other games through that. And if there's anyone that was in a position to compete with Steam, it's either Epic Games or it's Activision Blizzard. One of those two, I think, would be the company that would need to muscle in and be able to dethrone Steam, which ideally in a perfect world is that if you have two of them then maybe steam is no longer the piece of shit antiquated html rendering engine of their website and actually become something better um I would be so. the ideal world and like we're thinking well, it's funny we're talking about loot boxes and i was like this is the armageddon situation now we're talking about <laughs> epic game launcher and I'm like think about all the beautiful fields we can run through and have friends with have fun with our friends yeah. um so yeah. that that does give me a little bit of hope there I don't have enough hope to say that it is going to go that way, that we are going to get this beautiful wonderland of competition. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. My optimism may be misplaced considering I don't even play Fortnite. (laughs) Yeah, you don't even play Fortnite. (laughs) Right? So, like, I don't... I don't know. I I feel like a lot of people have also stopped playing Fortnite, too. Yeah, Like, it, it still gets a lot of people, but... yeah. I don't know if it's really the same beast as it used to be. Yeah, no, it's true. So, the one last thing I want to say on this, and I don't know if you have yet. Did you ever play Journey? No, I've never played Journey. Oh my god, Journey is one of my top five games of all time. It was my favorite game for a very long time. The Witness unseated that. Uh, they announced that Journey for the first Journey was on PS3, PS4. That is it. For the first time, it is getting a PC release, and it's going to be on oh. the Epic Game Store. So, um, exclusively, exclusively, which, God damn it. Now I have right. to download that shit. <laughs> right. No, exactly. All right. So, um, but so because the, it hasn't released yet, I don't know if they gave us a timeline of when they expect it to release. But, um, if you guys haven't played journey because you didn't own anything in the Sony universe, um, absolutely play it when it comes out on PC. It is fantastic game. It is so incredibly good. So <sighs> freaking download this stupid crap. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> it's true. So, <laughs> <laughs> so skanky right. skanky we yes. gotta wrap this up real quick uh, i got got important stuff i need to do um, a lot of big things yeah it's true a lot of big it's things true. on the menu today i had a food finish that truly is not all that exciting um i wanted to talk to you about chili but i think instead we should do a nice tasty little segment um in place of the food finish and oh. we should go over our spotify unwrapped 2018 oh a little bit of a little bit of food for the ears, you mean? Yes, yes, as as one will. <laughs> I hope. Uh, uh, that's, what, that's what we're pitching it as. So yeah, right. right. We'll see how this goes on. If you okay. guys, if you guys don't like it, you can send all of your feedback about this to the Shenantics email. It is tinydancersa at gmail.com. <laughs> that's where we will the official feedback for Shenantics is. That so is official. <laughs> exactly. So uh yeah, and then um if you had also you can reach our Twitter account at twitter.com slash yummy ice cream. Um <laughs> <laughs> All right, yum ice cream. There's two E's in there. So um, Yeah, there's two E's somewhere. Just somewhere keep typing it until you find just it. Just keep hitting E's for a while. <laughs> You'll eventually get it. You'll eventually uh, get it. But yeah, so that's where you can send feedback if you're disappointed with the food to finish this week. Um, Perfect. But uh but so for those of you guys that don't know, end of the year Spotify um gives you kind of a little bit of a breakdown of your top stuff for twenty eighteen. So me and Skanky are gonna go through what our top uh all the information that was kind of given to us. Uh do you have yours pulled up, Skanky? Uh yeah, I have the playlist. Are we gonna do the playlist or the website? 
Let's do the website. Let's do specifically the last part of the website where it tells you top artist, top song, minutes listened to, and top genre. Okay. What's the website again? Uh, I think it's Spotify Unwrapped 2018. Hold on. Spotify. I'll tell you exactly once I figure it. No, SpotifyWrapped.com. Wrapped. SpotifyWrapped.com. Yes. Got it. All right. It's loading. Perfect. While yours is loading, I will go over what my top stuff okay. is. Um, okay. So we'll start with artists. And well, first of all, for 2018, actually, let's let yours load up because I want to come. I'll go with artists and songs. I want to compare what our minutes listened to is. For okay. Because um, that's kind of interesting. Should I just go right to the end? Like, skip Yeah, just go this, right or? to the end. Like, the, the overall summary one. All right. Give me the freaking summary, damn it. Come on. Oh, my God. Spotify. This website is so slow. It's so slow, and what I hate is like it like moves around as you move your cursor. So trying to take like a square screenshot is just <laughs> unbearable. Oh my god! I'm keep clicking, and I'm just still on the third page. <laughs> it's going, it's going, it's going. We're on the fourth yeah. page now. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. We're four of fifteen. He's he's almost there. We just... No, only nine. Only well, nine. <laughs> so in the meantime, let me tell you about chili. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about chili real quick. I love chili. Chunky chili, not oh, chunky. Man. Just chili in general. I love ch- I putting cheese on chili. Oh, I, oh, cheese is so good. I'll tell you what I like to. I've been doing. Um, throw some chorizo in with it to give it a little bit of a kick. Oh, so that actually good. sounds really good. Yeah, that's why I made. I made that last weekend. I'm making more chili this weekend, and chorizo's in all of it. Oh, fantastic! So, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. So nine. <laughs> oh, we're on the last bit. We're going there. Oh, oh, oh! It's there's bubbles flying up into the air. Okay. All right, I got there. I got it all there. We're good. All right. How many minutes listened for you in 2018? Uh, 7,152. Not that wow. much. I'm surprised. That is pretty low. Yeah. Um, mine was 34,549. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, was, I listened a lot at work. Um, I listened, uh, 2018 was... Uh, I didn't Before then, I didn't listen to too much music at work, but 2018 was a big starting to listen to music at work. Okay. Um, can you guess what my top genre is? Pop. Yes. <laughs> yes, I knew it. Ooh. I know you so well. What's my top genre? You're never going to guess this. Because I, want... I would have never guessed this. <laughs> I, wa- I want to say... I wa- I'm Okay, my, my initial is... Um, uh, it's either EDM or punk. Neither, no. No. I'll give you one more chance. No, I have no idea. My third, my third, my third, was it? Hip hop. Hip hop? Yeah, I don't know why. Interesting. I think it's because I listen to jazz vibes and maybe they classify that as hip hop. Maybe. And not jazz because it's kind of. I'm not so surprised, but like I am a little surprised. I don't listen to hip hop though. That's the thing. I could see you listening to hip hop though, so I don't completely believe you. I really don't though. <laughs> I love Migos. No, I don't. I don't even. I really don't. Wow. I don't listen to hip hop. That's interesting. That so I really... think they classify jazz vibes as hip hop. Yeah. Or no, that would have been 2017. I was gonna say, was it the? Did you play the Save That Money? Um, no. On Spotify. Uh, no. Hmm. Let me tell you, all my top songs too. None of them are hip hop. Or my that artists. Is weird. Weird. So strange. So strange. Oh man. All right. So my top artist, 
And I don't know if you noticed this when you were scrolling through all yours, um, so you might not know this actual information for yours. But my top artist was Lady Gaga. And nice. 24 hours listened in 2018 of wow. Lady Gaga music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my second place and my fourth place are the same, but it's broken up across two different ones. Uh, second place is original Broadway dot dot dot. And fourth place is Lin-Manuel Miranda. And both of those <laughs> combined are the Hamilton soundtrack. Nice. Which I listened to um, on repeat. My number three is Kesha. So there's a very strong theme here between Lady wow. Gaga, Hamilton and Kesha. And yeah. then ho- holding up the number five place is Blink-182. So nice. uh, that, those are my top five artists. Where are yours? Mine are really weird. Yes. (laughs) They're all very weird because it it's actually a little like depressing Mm -hmm. because it just shows you how much I stream Mm -hmm. and how much I just use Spotify for streaming. (laughs) Because my top artist is Gibbs. (laughs) And my top song is Stay for a while. And do they classify that as hip hop? I get they might. They might. They have to. That that would explain it. But yeah, um, those that's <laughs> it said that I played that song for four hours. But no way. Like I only use it at the end of my stream, and that's the only song by Gibbs that I listen to. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. So that's a little weird. That is a little um, weird. All my other song all my other artists besides one are artists that I listen to on stream. Really? Yeah. Break them down so, for us. Heinz Keisling is okay. the guy who did the music for It's Always Sunny. Oh my God, no way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then there's a band that I don't listen to on stream called Men I Trust, which is a very good band. You should listen to them. Okay. Um, and then there's one, uh, Elijah Who. Okay. Who I don't, I don't know who that is. Know who that is? But is it your top artist? Is <laughs> so yeah. amazing. Oh my god! I oh, love that. okay. So this guy's always on like a jazz vibes playlist. Oh, okh-. <laughs> so that's why he's always. That's also, I love there. that you listen to jazz vibes, dude. I love jazz vibes so much. Hold on, maybe it's I what I, li- I. It's what I listen to all the time. Jazz vibes. That that playlist there. Is that what you listen uh, to? ultimate collection of jazz tinged instrumental beats yeah yeah, okay. yeah. is it okay yeah. okay i got yeah, it I'm just a whole bunch it's, it's great it's great I, I always put that on on stream i'm gonna listen to jazz vibes now uh and then werner tots tots also did the music for uh um for it's always sunny oh wait actually heinz keisling might have not hold on yes heinz keisling and werner tots are the two artists that that they use for it's always sunny Oh my god. Um this. so that's really stupid. Um and then my top songs are Stay for a While, which is the song I end my stream with. Mm-hmm. Uh Temptation Sensation, which is from It's Always Sunny. Derby Day, which is It's from Always Sunny. Uh Blue Blood, which is also from It's Always Sunny. And Dusty? <laughs> Dusty? I don't know what this song is. Um oh so <laughs> I love that. Mine was very stupid. So I, I'm, I'm curious though, based on this, based on this information, uh, combined with your minutes listened and what your top stuff is, is how much music do you listen to outside of when you're streaming? Not a lot. Okay. I don't, okay. I don't listen to a lot of music when I'm not streaming. 
Yeah, yeah. And I it's mean, mostly because I don't have time to listen to other music when mm-hmm. I'm not streaming. And you don't, you don't really? listen, to, you don't listen to music when you work. I don't. I can't really. Yeah. I can't really use like I. I'm not a big. Well, most of the time, too, like when I'm actually working, working, I'm like editing. Mm-hmm. So I need to like actually hear what mm-hmm. I'm yeah, doing. That's true. <laughs> so call. I can't really do that. And yeah. if I'm not in class, then if I'm just like hanging out, mm-hmm. I will listen to music, but it'll be like jazz vibes, you know? Okay. But yeah. it's not for like that long a period yeah. of time, you know? Yeah. So very interesting. I don't know. It's just all very stupid. This whole thing was stupid. Why do we do this? It's true. My top songs, real quick, so we can wrap this thing up. Yes. Um, my first song is Praying by Kesha. My second okay. song is First Burn, which is a first draft of the song Burn from the Hamilton soundtrack, which they okay. released as a Hamilton, a Hamel drop or whatever it is this year. Um, Hamel drop. Yeah. I tend to listen to songs on repeat when I like them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I listen to praying on repeat probably for three weeks straight. Uh, like no joke. And same thing with first burn. Uh, number three is angel down by lady Gaga. Number four is million reasons by lady Gaga. And number five is the song windshield by green but band called green sky bluegrass, um, okay. which I really, really like, which is kind of interesting. I'm actually surprised that one made it that high. Um, one last thing about this, like obviously huge pop influence. Um, and I love like the strong women pop divas. Um, and one of my coworkers and best friends, she, uh, she noted, she said, I'm actually surprised that wrecking ball didn't make your top songs. And mm. I told her, that is probably because Wrecking Ball and Ms. Miley Cyrus were a 2017 M. Cole repeat. And so ah. for 2017, I think you'd see less Lady Gaga, less Kesha, and more Miley and more T-Swift um, is, what you would, is what you would see on there. So they're kind of jockeying for position up at the top there. But uh, yeah, and no, I'm a huge, I love pop music. <laughs> Not ashamed of that. So Damn, when 2019 rolls around, I'm really going to have to change what I listen to. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. It's funny. I listened, Rook. Uh, I listened to our what this week. I watched the movie Moana. Have you seen that? Uh huh. Yes, it's a very oh, good movie. It's so good. And I have the song stuck in my head. And so I created a playlist with my top four favorite songs from the movie that has been on repeat since like Tuesday. Nice. Um, and I was like, and I was kind of, I was talking to Tidy. I was like, I'm just, I think I'm trying to see if I can unseat any of my top five artists real quick or my top five songs with nah, one of these songs in 2018. I don't think so. <laughs> so I don't think so either. But that, I think it's definitely going to have a strong showing in 2019. But we'll oh, see. I can't wait. We'll see how, how long that stays through. But well, we'll have to report on that. We will. The time we will. Comes. We'll report back on the Moana. If you guys haven't watched it, absolutely go check it out. You guys, that's been another episode of Shenantics. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for your workday, school day, chores, commute, whatever in the world you do. We are there to hang out with you. You can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts, including the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and at our website at shenantics.rocks. If you have any comments or questions, you can send us a tweet at twitter.com shenanticspod or an email at shenanticspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you have some extra time on your hands, leave us a five-star review on the iTunes store and say how much you love the food finish every week. If you want to join the conversation, we have a Discord server. Head to shenantics.rocks slash about and click on the invite link to talk to all the other Shenantics fanatics every week, all week long. Skanky, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky, S-K-X-N-K-Y, and on Twitter at iSkanky, I-S-K-A-N-K-Y, and I'm Cole, where can they find you? You can find me on the internet at mcole underscore M-C-U-L with the underscore symbol on Twitch. 
Instagram, and on Twitter. All the same username. Skinky, so good talking to you this week. Great talk with you too. I'll talk to you next time. Goodbye for episode 100. <gasps>